You're listening to The Last Over with Erin from the New Zealand Cricket Museum. This episode we hear from John Guy who discusses the development of Lance Ken's famed Excalibur bat, the challenge and honour of hitting New Zealand's first test century in India, and his proudest moment in cricket from the game's grassroots. Who would you say was your favourite player as a kid? Oh, we used to have backyard games and Keith Miller was one of the ones and of course Bradman had retired but in 49... He, um, he certainly was number one. And of course, you'll never get another Bradman, I don't think, ever. I mean, if, if it's a pity a lot of the players that play today don't read the book The Art of Cricket and learn how to play the game. Could you tell me a bit about the development of Excalibur? Because I understand you were involved. Well, that was it's a very simple. I was in John with John Newbury and Northam and working in the factory for a couple of weeks. And... I was making a bat, and it was just a normal bat, and the shoulder had a, what they call a dry knot in it. And he said, oh, that's no good, you have to reject that, because if a ball hits that area, it'll just split. You probably saw one split yesterday when Maxwell was playing in India, though, and he went back out the bat and boom, broken half. Well, that's caused probably through a dry knot going through. You can't see it sometimes, but this was visible. So I said, but the blade is beautiful, the grain is beautiful. I said, I'll just cut the shoulder off. So we cut the shoulder off and shaped it. And I said, that, put that out as another mat, another bat. Put it out into the market for one-day cricket, limited over cricket. So you scored New Zealand's first test century in India. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that experience like in 1955? It was quite draining because the day before, I, when we were fielding, I ran into the... Uh, they had barbed wire around... Uh, a barbed wire fence around the, the ground... And I was chasing a ball and I got hooked up into the barbed wire a wee bit and it was, I had a very sore forearm. And I mean, that's not the reason why it took so long to bat, but um, I'd be bat- batting number seven up until that stage in the morning of the... That morning, Harry Cave came to me and said, oh, you're going to be batting at number three. And then he said, passed a comment, if you get out, you'll be on the first plane home. So I thought, well, i better stay out there for as long as I can. So I stayed there for seven and a half hours, about, I think. But, um, yeah, that was a thrill. I would have, I'd have liked to have scored it a lot quicker, but the, but then um, it just wasn't my day, put it that way. I mean, the innings I played at Calcutta when I was given out LBW um, was... Uh, Far more enjoyable, I think. So, can you tell me a bit about the time you spent in South Africa, sort of playing for the tour? Yeah, well, I stuck the tour was great. I started well, but then all of a sudden, um, people were telling me how to change this and change that, and it got to got me to a stage where I didn't know where I was going, and and it took me right until towards the end of the tour before I sort of got my game back. Um, into order again, and it was all t- all over by then. So, but um, I mean, John Reed had a fantastic tour on that trip, and uh, nobody here can appro- would ever appreciate how well he did play. Um, I think the South Africans, to a degree, um, didn't study him quite as well as some pe- countries had, but. And they bothered a wee bit sometimes to his strength, but he, he batted so brilliantly that words just wouldn't um, 
describe how well he did play. And I think the South African bowler, Tiger Lance, explained it perfectly when the South African captain, Jackie McGlue, went up to him and said, after John Reed had just hit Tiger Lance for two fours, he said to him, I think you better start praying to God because this guy is in pretty good nick. Have you got any other suggestions? And Tiger Lance, who was six foot two, looked down to Jackie McGlue, who was five foot, oh, about five foot six or something. And he looked down at him and he said, Jackie? He said, that wouldn't do any good. And McGlue says, why? He said, I think that is God batting. <laughs> right, so I think my last question would just be, what, would, what do you consider your proudest moment on the field? My proudest moment was when I was 14 and a half years of age and I was playing for Nelson College and we played in the first division club cricket in, in Nelson. We had a bye and the Wakatu Cricket Club said, well, we were unsure, will you come and play for us for this game? We've cleared it. It's okay that schoolboys or people from the college can fill in for clubs. So I went and played for them and I scored over 200. For them. And I think that probably was the greatest thrill probably one I'd ever get. I mean, at that age, playing against men and getting getting 200. Um, and one of the other real thrills was... Um, Oh, getting a hundred and cooking Kura Park against Alec Moyer, who probably was as good a league spinner as there was around, even in the world at that time. Because on his day, he was he could bowl any side out. Um, yeah, those were two of the real highlights, I think, of as far as batting was concerned. Okay, there was other, admittedly, but those two sort of ring a bell more than anything.